llama shorts for those moments when you are stretched on time. Well, well, sometimes that's the case. Like if it's a short, quick turnaround that needs to be done, then yeah. But uh, if you're if you're thinking for the long game, right? If you're playing the long game, you're thinking long term. You want to give um, as many people the opportunity to shine uh, as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, because here's here's what I see in the civilian sector. Um, people, it's not always just about the paycheck. And it's not always about the benefits. Um, I, we're noticing a younger generation full of um, enthusiastic, talented, creative people that if they don't feel like they are able to uh, really perform at the level that they want to, they'll bounce. They'll bounce. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we were talking earlier about uh, the housing market and how it's competitive for, you know, housing right like so so people there's bidding wars like yeah. crazy right so it's a house, dog fight yeah it's, it's a, it's a literal it's, it's literally dog fight man people these houses will go on market and uh a, a supervisor not a supervisor but a, a a buddy of mine he uh he sold his house and then went thirty thousand dollars over asking uh and and it was sold within a week yeah people people are buying them sight unseen they're they're yeah. just they see the waving the appraisals. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, and, and I've seen in the civilian sector, sort of a similar thing when it comes to employees, like if an employee doesn't feel like they're valued, if they don't feel like their ideas count, if they don't feel like they're being listened to, they'll, they'll jump in a heartbeat mm-hmm. to a new organization or, and go find a, a position somewhere else. Um, I, we are experiencing, um, what's what's called like the great resignation i don't know if you've heard that term before right no so i think we can't happens, resign in the military <laughs> no you can't resign in the military right yeah. it's, it's almost a different little bubble um and and i feel bad uh i feel bad for my friends that are going to retire in the next few years and 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 have to make that transition because um sometimes it can be tough i was i think i was talking to you guys one time about Scary. when you guys pcs and again i was there too i i i retired from the air force but when we pcs in the air force we were still getting a paycheck. We were still getting housing allowance. Yeah. Uh, when we when we PCS, when you switch from one job to another, that that doesn't carry over. Like the yeah. old company doesn't care about where you're going. Um, but what I, what I want trying to say is, um, that competitiveness for employees is taking place because employees are just like, you know what, I'm not going to put up with certain things. If 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 I don't feel like if I feel like I'm being mistreated, um, I no longer. F- a lot of employees no longer feel the desire to stay with the company for 20 years and, and retire. So you'll see people that are moving from one organization to another organization to another organization. Um, there's some goodness that comes in that because if this company's losing people, that means a new company gets to take advantage of that fresh talent. Um, but what companies and, and any organization really need to do is focus on how do we retain the people that we have because it's yeah. expensive to lose people and then not have people being productive when that position, there's a gap in filling it and then trying to market and advertise and, and to recruit somebody else to come in there. Yeah. But, uh, I wonder if that has like, you know, to me, you're talking about culture. And it's all about what, culture. Right. Whether an organization or a corporation or a company is going to invest in that culture. Yeah. Um, like, what does that look like? What's the, what's the budget for, for the culture? You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 
are we doing it, retreats? You know, yeah. like, we're like it, what are these? It should be a hundred percent a priority. It should be a hundred percent a priority. What kind of culture do we have in this organization? I don't care if you're a three person, small upstart business, or if you're a city that has, you know, 3000 employees, like we do, you have to identify what the culture is supposed to be for that organization. And as often you see the people that are leading the way are the people at the lower rung of the ladder. But a lot of it needs to come from the, the, the leadership, yeah. right? Because if the leadership isn't embodying the culture and making it a priority, uh, the folks down at the, the lower rungs, they're, they're going to bounce. Um, yeah. I just, just had a good talk with a, a friend of ours um, who works for a company that is struggling right now because they're, they're a tech company and they, they have no identity as far as their organizational culture, right? There's, there's, it's a, it's, it's toxic across the board. Uh, each department works in silos. And I asked him, I said, well, do you guys have like a, a vision statement and a sort of a, a list of country, uh, company values? And he's like, yeah, but he goes, but I bet you no one knows what they are. And they, they're not tied into any of the work that we do. <coughs> so they might have it on a, a new hiring form or something like that, or onboarding uh, document. He goes, but you and don't no one, see it. That no one's reading. And yeah, no one's reading it. And you don't see it anywhere else in the organization. So I, I think it's, it's critical that, especially in this day and age, and I'm speaking from, again, on the civilian side, industry side, that if you're in a leadership position, I don't care if you manage one person or if you're the uh, director of, you know, a major department, <clears throat> you really need to take a look at how you're leading the culture in that, that organization. Yeah. So I get, I get what you're saying, but what you're saying is contradictory to what we see. Correct. Me, meaning, right. We have senior leaders. I, I feel like I, I'm speaking from the military perspective because mm-hmm. that's all I know. Right. But uh, when we talk about who is investing in the culture um, let's, let's say uh, it, it's something as simple as, organizing a potluck yeah who's who's the one that's organizing that potluck the junior folk yeah yeah absolutely and, and it's the senior leader that's telling the junior person about hey we need to get a potluck here go go do that while i go do something important yeah meeting. yeah and that is like status quo that is yeah. like how it's been for and and that's their check the box leadership moment right okay good we 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 care about our people we, care. <laughs> we we had a we uh, we we had a potluck. All right, we're good. Everyone should yeah. be happy, right? right? I saw a meme not too long ago about like toxic leadership or something like that, or or um, it was like a Will I don't know one of those Will Smith memes where it was oh, like geez. where it was like uh, it was Chris Rock and it said toxic culture and then leadership was Will Smith and he was slapping him with a uh, um, pizza like yeah I'm just gonna give you pizza. If I, if I, if I, if I, if I give you pizza, you guys should be happy. May right? go away. <laughs> That's uh man. I got, I, I, I think I talked about that for like two or three days before I just got tired of talking about that. I'm like I, I too much yeah, energy was on that. That, yeah. that, that Will Smith deal. Like, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe it. I, I saw it live actually. I'm like, this is a skit. This is pretty, <laughs> oh, it's pretty, I look pretty real. Chris Rock took a shot yeah but yeah uh yeah i think companies i don't know i i don't know what it's going to take for for folks to understand uh, like 
all right, hey, here's how do we how do we manage your talent? How do we retain talent? Right. Um, I, I think you can throw money at it pretty, pretty easily, meaning you're, you're going to pay pay your talent to stay there. But you, you said that's that's not what's attracting folks. No, no, not always. Not always. Because if if you could you could throw uh, a ton of money at an employee, but if he feels like he's, you know, just being looked down on or his insight or her insight isn't appreciated, they're going to go somewhere else. We, yeah. We've seen that. Think, think about, okay, so COVID happened and then a lot of people started working from home. Uh, a lot of different like life-changing experiences took place. People got laid off and they, and they realized how volatile and how fragile the workforce, you know, your security is at your job. Yeah. And I think what happened with that is people said, you know, if, if, if this, employment life is so fragile i'm not going to settle for something right if I, i'm not gonna uh if if the company is so ready and willing to just let me go uh i want to make sure i'm going to be working somewhere that's going to feed me not just financially but feed me nurture me grow me uh, right. be willing to invest mentorship in, in, right. yeah be willing to invest in my growth and not just use me as a you know um, a cog in the wheel yeah. So that's, it's, I mean, the, the, the numbers have been astounding as far as the number of people that over the past two years have just said, yeah, I'm going to go look for something somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there's that competitive market where um, people are like, yes, we need bodies in this field. We'll take you. If they're not taking care of you, we'll take you. We'll bring you yeah. in. And I think that's changed, right? I think the business model for the most part um, has changed where, uh, you know, in the 80s to early 90s, I think the business model was um, how do we how do we push the needle? How do right. we how do we, how do we get to the the bottom line here? How do we close the deal? Um, and then eventually you start seeing. Uh, um, I think some of that has to do with the generation. You know, I, I I agree. Yeah. 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 You mean uh, the generation of like up and coming employees. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. how, how, how morals and values start to change. Sure thing. Right. Yeah. You start to see that. And, and, and so what people care about um, has an influence on where, where, where they want to be. Right. Um, the other, the other thing is like uh, hours, work hours and, and mm -hmm. what people appreciate and, and how much time do I get with my family? Yeah. Um, what here's, here's a, here is something that I've noticed as of recently, where I, I don't know, I just I just observed it. Um, I, I wasn't looking for it, but my my father's generation, right? My uncle's generation, <clears throat> work is life. Yeah, work is life. That is the priority. That's and that's how you introduce yourself to people or, or yeah. people. Hey, 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 Frank, nice to meet you. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. 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 Uh, in fact, in living, moving to my new neighborhood, I, I got asked that question like two or yeah. three times. Like, yeah, what do you do? You know, like that, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, like it's kind of lax about it, but it's like, yeah, what do you do? So I can, uh, so I can peg you where, who, yeah, what, yeah, type of person, yeah. what type of person that you are but it's, it's frustrating. Like it's frustrating how important work is to my father. It's frustrating how important work is to my uncle. Like, yeah. like he, it, today's Saturday. Right. And, and 
my uncle had some some errands to run and and he was helping me out with stuff and he's like well i gotta work my uncle's 60 something years yeah. old yeah you know i'm like um i mean give that thing up let it go <laughs> let that thing go yeah um but it just proves to you that uh it's it's what they value yeah you know? well it, well and, and and don't get me wrong right because i value work but i've been blessed enough to navigate a life where I get to do the type of work that I feel called to do. Right. So I, I, I remember um, years and years ago, as I was, you know, planning to retire from the military, um, I wanted to go in professional development. I wanted to go into uh, organizational development, and teaching yeah. and training and coaching and all that stuff. And um, it's amazing. I sometimes have to pinch myself because I'm like, how did I become the, organizational development manager, the person that's in charge of performance, performance management system for the city, for the city <laughs> right? We're yeah. pro- probably one of the largest employers in the city, right? We have, yeah. we have, we have a naval base. They got a good amount. We have a school district. They have a good amount, but you know, I get to, and to me, it's almost like being on a military installation. It's almost like running um, the professional enhancement center. Like yeah. I did back in at Scott air force base, but so I, I actually love my job, right? Yeah. As far as the work I do, I actually love the work I do. Um, and I, so I but, think people but, look for that more. Go ahead. The, you know, and, and just talking to you, you know, every once in a while. Yeah. I also know like your job can be pretty, pretty hectic, you know, it can be, the, it the can stre- be the stress that it comes with it. Think, think about, um, the weight of the work that you do, right? So I, so we run the new employee orientation. Uh, it's like onboarding program. And, and how I, many, how many folks are you pushing through on those uh, things? Every, every week, probably about 15 or 20 a week, right? So oh, okay. it's, 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 and so um, I tell this group of people the same thing that I used to teach the brand new master sergeant at the senior NCO enhancement um, program. Mm. Welcome to they. You are they now. Anything that anybody complains about, you're they, uh-huh. right? Because if someone complains about the water system in the city, you're they. I don't yeah. care if you work in the water department or if you work in the streets department, you're a city employee. So people are going to look at you like you're they. But I also tell them, we don't just hire anybody, right? There, there's. <clears throat> I always encourage managers when they're doing their hiring to have two or three interviews with, with one uh, employee, like yeah. make sure you're getting the right people, the right fit. Um, because sometimes we get in that bind where we're short manned and we gotta, we gotta get the work done. And we first interview goes by and we're like, okay, th- this, this round was great. That person's the person we want. And they hire them off the spot. Um, I try to encourage people to get a couple interviews to make sure you're really getting the right person for the job. That's, it's got the right spirit, the right attitude. Because I always tell people the first interview is like the first date, right? You think about the first time you went on a date with a girl, you were opening the door, you were being polite. And then second date and third date, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'll let a burp out once in a while or I'll tell a joke that I probably shouldn't have told. They get yeah. to know the real you, right? So we want to get to know the real people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even know where to start with an interview. Like, <laughs> I'll, coach, I'll coach you i'll coach you through it yeah i know we have to do some practices yeah, yeah but yeah. you know you get through all that right but like 
You, you put in some long hours though, Scott, you know, like, well, there's, there's responsibilities that go yeah. with, you know, being in that sort of organization. Right. Yeah. So just like, just like in the military, um, I, I, a lot of times I equate to what I do to like to being in the military. Yeah. If you work, if you work on a military installation and there's some sort of emergency, you're there at work, you're staying at work. Um, yeah. So as, as, as a city I, employee, Oh, let me, let me just say this real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. As, as a city employee, you no, know, we live on a coastal town. When there's a hurricane, we don't get to just pack up and leave. Like we got to stay back to make sure that the city is uh, protected and make sure the city is up and running and, and trying to get back on the feet as quick as possible. So yeah. there's a lot of similarities uh, that I've seen working in municipal government that there were in the military environment. And I think that's why I really like it a lot. Yeah. The major think, difference uh, though is people can leave anytime they want. <laughs> which, which, Honestly, isn't terrible. It isn't a bad thing. Honestly, like I think one of the things that militaries, uh, it, it probably wouldn't work. But like, if if someone doesn't want to be there and we're yeah. forcing them to be there, it right. just never made sense to me. Right? It just it, it didn't. Um, obviously, there's there's some legal stuff there that that I don't fully understand, and yeah. and you just can't go home because you're homesick. You know that that's all different. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but, but but are you as a leader creating an environment where people want to stay? Exactly, and, and that's ultimately you're not going to satisfy everybody. Yeah, but in in the civilian sector, if you have mass exodus going on in your workplace, you can't you can't always say, "Well, we're not paying we're not paying them enough." Sounds all right. Yeah, we're not yeah. paying them enough. That's why they're leaving. Sounds all right. Uh, we need to be more competitive with our pay, or maybe the boss is just a jerk. And, and maybe people have seen like, oh, this person that I used to love working with and we got along with left because they're tired and done with it. And then all of a sudden this other person that I got along with real well left because they're tired of, of dealing with it and, and they're done with it. Well, I'm not going to stick around and be the, the, the only punching bag, right? They're, they're going to like, you know what? I'm out of here too. Um, yeah. So there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, but before we, uh, before we talk, I want to talk about the boss being a jerk. But before yeah, we talk okay. about that, I, I, I want to talk about uh, something that I heard. And I feel like I probably should have heard this a long time ago, but when I heard it, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And it just, it like, it was like a light bulb when I heard it. And and, mm -hmm. and someone said, someone said, well, and it was like, you know, like a, a master sergeant that told me this, right? Yeah. And they're like, you know, it's not, I think... They had just made the next rank uh, to senior um, okay. and they had just recently got promoted and they're like, yeah, well, you know, you know, I'm like, get ready for the responsibilities and, you know, you got to, you know, and all these things. And, and someone says, um, you know, you're not getting more hours. You're just getting more responsibilities. Yeah. Right. And, and I, I just thought I'm like, man, that's just great because there, there's still 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not like you're, it's not like you're going to work harder now. You're just, you just have more responsibilities as, yeah. as in, in the next rung up. Yeah. So to me, that means you just need to get smarter with how you do your business. For more on this discussion, be sure to check out the entire episode. Be safe, stay healthy, keep growing. Llamas out.